This is Live from Los Angeles, welcome to the Dr. Aaron Show. We're all about manifestation, transformation, and breakthroughs. It's time to claim your birthright of prosperity, vitality, and love. So grab your tea or coffee because together we're awakening the world. May you live your truth. Live from Los Angeles, we come together each day to know the truth, live on spiritual principle, and align with universal law. We also come together as a community. In New Thought Global and Society, we truly believe that when somebody awakens, they have a gift and message to bring to the world. We're all about empowerment, enlightenment, and yes, entrepreneurship. So this is Dr. Aaron. I'm a doctor of divinity, a New Thought minister, and science of mind, unity, you name it, all those things called universal law or teaching universal law. That's what we're about here. Okay, so we're going to break on down the difference today of a coach versus a spiritual practitioner versus a minister versus a doctor of divinity. What the hell are all those different ones? Okay, so I have to say that years ago, I remember, I remember really having a spiritual calling, of course, um, when I was in my 20s, deeply, deeply seeking, seeking truth. And it was not until in my 30s that I began to realize that you could actually even do this as a career. Of course, you know, you see people out there with their books, you see, you know, people leading conferences and seminars and and doing things. But I hate to date myself, but there wasn't a lot of coaches out there like there are in today's world. So I didn't even know it was possible. I didn't even know it was a possibility. So this podcast is really for anybody who has had a deep spiritual calling and that actually really wants to do it as their career, right? There's there's a time when it is a hobby and there's a time when you're like, wow, this could actually be something that could be a career because I love this field so much. So the intention of this podcast is to really break on down and, and explain these different titles, if you will, in the industry. And, um, and I know that you don't need a title at all. You know, there's many people in the spiritual world that literally just tap into source, and they really become teachers through revealing the truth, and they can do it without any title. However, in our culture, it does help to have uh, recognition, and it helps to be part of community and communities demand that we have different kind of things that we go through to prove ourselves to make sure that we're in alignment with different languages, different cultures, different communities, and things like that. And so I honor whatever people choose for themselves. I just am going to break on down my particular industry, which is the new thought and science of mind, unity and all that, and also the coaching world. Okay, so we're going to break this on down. So what is the difference between a coach versus a spiritual practitioner, versus a minister, versus a doctor of divinity. Okay, so first of all, I want to make the category that coach is a is an industry of its own. And there is no licensing around a coach from, from a government perspective, or from whatever other than, you know, it's a business. So you would have to have a probably a business entity. Again, I'm not a lawyer, and I am not that advisor. So seek your own professional help when it comes to that as far as getting advice. Okay. But in my world, we actually certify society spiritual coaches, they become spiritual and business coaches. Okay. So in what does it mean to be a coach? It means there's all different types of coaches, there's coaches that go out and do, you know, mindset work, there's coaches that are physical coaches, there's all kinds of things. But in my world, in society, we are primarily spiritual and subconscious coaches. The coaches also get certified in business coaching. 
It's a 300-hour certification program. And so what is a spiritual and business coach? It's someone who's trained to facilitate the teachings of society, assisting their clients in reprogramming their subconscious mind and birthing their purpose and living their truth. They coach people basically to become the CEOs of their personal and professional lives. So what does this mean exactly? This means from a spiritual perspective, they are trained to facilitate new thought principles, truth triangle, and E4 trauma method. And they're also trained to be a coach of business. They get trained in the eight pillars of business and a 12-week mastermind. And again, this is a 300-hour certification program. They actually do a lot of work on, on doing the subconscious and coaching processes on other people in the certification program. And so one of the greatest benefits of the Soul Society spiritual coaching program is that they come out, obviously, having done a lot of their own work, because what you'll find out there in the coaching world is there's a lot of people that are kind of great, amazing, extraordinary people. And there's also a lot of people that are really a mess. I'm not going to lie, there's a lot of people that are truly like, have not dealt with their drama, their trauma, and have not dealt with their own life, they just want to teach and they haven't really actually embodied what they're teaching. Okay. So be weary. And that is saying that I know the potential of every human being and the divinity that they are, but the reality is that they need to take accountability for their lives. Okay. So in society, spiritual coaching, it really is a benefit because they do their inner work, they have to because they're doing work and facilitating doing pro bono work, back and forth on one another. And they also get testimonials because when they're doing and working with other people in the certification program, they get to get testimonials, which is one of the hardest things to get is those first clients coming out and for the world to see that you're actually getting results for your clients. So it's an incredible program. I have witnessed people taking complete 180s. I've seen hot messes turn into extraordinarily powerful, efficient human beings. So I know this, that anybody can do the work. Obviously, we do not, we will not work with somebody who's a full-blown addict or, you know, extreme mental illness or suicidal thoughts. We ask that they go get professional help before they're able to come into our program. We still know the divinity of them. We still still know the perfection of them, but we have to make sure that we keep our community safe and that they don't take all the energy um, from the group, okay? So next, let's break on down what it means to be a spiritual practitioner, okay? So years ago, I had been doing all kinds of work. I had been seeking spiritual work. I had become a landmark in their leadership program. I had done my nine rites in shamanism. I had gone to pretty much every conference under the sun. I was just, I began to actually coach people. I had began to work with addicts and taking them through uh, different cleansing programs and all kinds of things. But, it, and it wasn't until I found what is called science of mind or the new thought movement that I I remember, I'll never forget the day I actually met, met my one of my greatest mentors, and he brought me to a science of mind uh, church called Global Truth Center over in the Valley in Los Angeles. And I just knew it was like I walked into the center. And um, James Mellon, the reverend, a great a human being, incredible teacher. And I just knew I was like, Oh, my gosh, I didn't even know that this existed. I didn't know that there was even this genre, I'd been reading books that were in that genre for years and years. Like, you know, the the movie The Secret and, um, you know, uh, Seven Principles of Success by Deepak Chopra and Louise Hay and all these people that were in that lineage. 
But it wasn't until I found a spiritual center that it changed my entire life because I was like, oh, there's an entire community, there's classes, and I can actually get licensed and I can and I can move up in and being recognized in the work that I'm always doing. Because I always thought I should have a PhD with all the work I did, right? And so lo and behold, what I found out was you could become what's called a spiritual practitioner. Then you could become a minister, a New Thought minister, and then you could become what's called a doctor of divinity. And I was like, I don't know how many years, but I'm going to become a doctor of divinity. I just knew. It was like, I'm done. And even though it was, it's considered an 11-year program, I did it fast enough because I did double years on some of the years. But I knew I was destined to do this because it wasn't like a 40-hour-a-week thing. It was it was full-time school, but it was, you know, it was very light in the amount of hours it took to do it. So in that, I knew that, um, I knew I was going to do it. Okay, so let's break on down what it means to be a spiritual practitioner, what it means to be a minister, and what it means to be a doctor of divinity, because they are different and all the same at the same time, okay? So a spiritual practitioner is recognized in the um, in the in the spiritual and religious world. It's actually considered in New Thought Movement, as many of you guys know. You can take a look back at my podcast if you're new on here. But to understand that genre, it's basically Christian mysticism, but we refer to all religions. And we refer to all philosophy, and we refer to science, and we refer to everything. We take it down, down to truth. We teach universal law. Okay, so a spiritual practitioner, which we are, guess what, you guys? We have partnered with Emerson Theological, and we were actually going to be able to certify practitioners and ministers and doctorate divinities because we've I've been invited to create a doctorate program in the work I do. So it's very exciting. Okay, so what is a spiritual practitioner? A spiritual practitioner is someone who practices living on spiritual principles and who helps others uncover their hidden limited beliefs, assisting them in knowing the truth of who they are so they can choose to create a life that they love. Okay, a spiritual practitioner for sure for me is the most important title and work out of all of these four things because my life completely changed when I became a spiritual practitioner. All the drama, all the suffering, everything went away because I lived on spiritual principle. And when you truly live on spiritual principle, your entire world changes. And whether you do it as a career or whether it's just for your own giving yourself a life beyond your wildest dreams, it is the greatest work you'll ever do. So a spiritual practitioner is a one to two year program. Um, in, in most of the centers, it is a two to three year program. But it's very part time, in my opinion, and I think people can do it a lot faster. And so you can do it slow, you can do it fast, you can do whatever, okay, but it's a 360 hour program. 360 hour program. And what does this include? This includes um, through our program, it includes, of course, a lot of group coaching calls on everything from spiritual mastery, understanding universal laws, understanding the truth triangle, understanding the metaphysics. It's also in the foundations of new thought, science of mind, unity, the history of all of it. There's um, books and book reports and presentations and things like that. And um, there's also just a lot of the foundations of living spiritual principles. So you've got to really embody the spiritual practices and be able to fully understand the practices, everything from meditation to visioning 
to, you know, breath work, to all the different modalities of daily spiritual practices. And we begin to break down what it means to practice the principles and helping others overcome their limited beliefs in things such as their relationships, such as addiction, such as, as um, you know, finding their career and path, um, health and vitality, all the different aspects of life. So as a spiritual practitioner, when you are finished with the program, you really should be living your truth. You should have done your healing, majority of all your healing on your track, and be able to sit down with a client and be able to reveal the truth of who they are. That really is what you are doing as a spiritual practitioner, okay? So next, let's talk about what it means to be a minister, a new thought minister. And by the way, let's just talk about the titles of these for one second. So a spiritual practitioner, the title that you would have is what is would be an NTCP, NTCP, which will be a new thought certified practitioner, okay? And so that's from from society. Um, you'll be a... Um, religious scientist, spiritual certified practitioner through Emerson Theological, okay? Um, And you can keep whichever title you want. I like New Thought Certified Practitioner the best, okay? Religious scientist, I don't really identify with that, but it's a long history of how that came to about, but we can talk more about that. Okay, so New Thought Minister, the title on this is Reverend, R-E-V, right? And it is 670 hour program. It's, um, you know, a two to three year program, depending on how you do it, how fast you do it. And what is a minister? So what is a minister? Someone, it's someone who reveres the truth and brings the teachings of new thought, science of mind, unity and divine science to the world through such things as Sunday service, you don't have to, you can, classes, talks, books, working with individuals doing spiritual counseling, right? So, you know, there's all different types of ministers and reverence, if you will, and it's really someone who's teaching truth and helping bring truth to the world. You're teaching it. So this program really is all about teaching it. It is you've learned how to facilitate it, but now you're going to teach it. Can you give a power talk? Can you write a book? Can you, um, you know, create blogs? Can you create social media? Can you uh, do all these things to teach it? And how do you teach it? And how do you make sure that your students are are embodying it? How do they? How do you understand that they are actually learning it and applying it to their life? So you're going to become somebody who's teaching it. That is what a real minister is. They're revering it. They're living it. They're teaching it. They're breathing it. They're writing it. They're speaking it. They're loving it. That is a minister. Being a minister for me is the greatest love of my life because I, every day I get up and create content. And so every day I'm teaching truth. And, and one of the greatest benefits of being a minister and teaching truth and creating content is that you can't, my mind doesn't spiral ever because I'm teaching it. And when you're teaching all day long in all aspects of your life, you just, you build the muscle of truth and you don't ever get off principle. You don't ever spiral into darkness, you know, maybe for like a few minutes, and then you get back on track, you do your prayer work, you teach, you get online, you're on group coaching calls, things like that. So a minister, do you need to be a pulpit minister? Do you need to have a church? Do you need to have a center? No, but you can. And it's really up to you to choose 
where you want to be expressed as a minister and what that looks like. And in today's world with the internet, man, you can do anything you want. You can go global online. You can do anything. I do think that you need to look into the laws of what it means to have a church, because if you're going to have a church, I believe they ask um, that you actually have a place to come together on Sundays. And maybe that will change after um, after everything the world's gone through with quarantine and pandemics. I'm not sure, but you need to find out legally what you are able to do or not able to do. So again, I would seek professional help on your taxes, okay? So next is like the greatest thing ever, which is becoming a doctor of divinity. And a doctor of divinity is generally a four-year program, okay? Can be more than that can be less than that if you've had other work involved in your life. But a doctor of divinity, the title of a doctor of divinity is D.D, doctor of divinity, okay? So technically, when I write my title, I would generally say Rev, Dr. Aaron Fall Haskell, comma, DD, okay? You could do it however you want. It doesn't matter. So what is a doctorate program? A doctorate program is really specializing in your field. It's becoming someone who is a doctor of something in particular. We're considered doctors because we heal through revealing the truth. That's what we do. And a divinity, of course, is really understanding the oneness of somebody and the divine nature that they are and the power that they are and the power to choose a life and create whatever they want. So for me, I did my doctor, my doctorate um, in in developing the E4 trauma method. And so really that was taking in epigenetics and biology and neuroscience and quantum physics and Greek oracle processes and all the work I had done for, you know, 22 years and developed um, the truth triangle and the E4 trauma method that I now teach in society. And then new thought movement's really cool because we call it open at the top, meaning that you should be able to have your own expression. It's not dogmatic. It's not like, here's the Bible and only the Bible. And even though we refer to the Bible and and all the different great divine texts, um, it's not dogmatic. You get to have your own expression. And you get to move the movement forward, which is why I love the movement so much. I was always one of those people that could not stay inside of a box. And so I, there's no way I would have ever worked to be in a dogmatic um, philosophy. Or it wouldn't be a philosophy, but a religion, right? So so what is a Doctor of Divinity? It is generally a four-year program. And if you come into the doctorate program that I will be um, facilitating, which will be not right this year, but we will begin to create it. And it's going to be based all on the E4 trauma method and the truth triangle. And it is going to be a lot of um, of lab work. It's You're basically going to be developing and doing research on the different epigenetics, biology, neuroscience, quantum physics, and lab work. And you're going to be doing the lab work with, you're going to basically be facilitating the processes on your clients or pro bono clients and and measuring the results. So we're going to be measuring their heart, you know, their how get, how they get better in their in all aspects of their life from physical being able to actually measure it, their brain waves to their their heart. Uh, there's an actual measurement between heartbeats that can can tell a lot of stress and different things for someone's life. And then measuring on the before and after effects of their relationships, of their career and money, of their health and vitality, and so on and so forth. So it's going to be 
such an amazing process. And I think that we'll be able to deliver something to even the scientific world that will put us really on the map um, and and create a book out of it and all kinds of things. So yes, yes, yes. So exciting. So a doctor of divinity. So you have to remember that you need to have, you have to become a spiritual practitioner to become a minister. And to become a doctor of divinity, you have to become a new thought minister, okay? So that is basically the, the, the gist of it. What's the difference? The difference is really whatever you make it. You know, there are can be ministers that can be corrupt, right? There could be doctor of divinities that can turn into addicts, right? It, it doesn't matter the title. title do, they do matter to the world. But what matters is, and they are really to show the world that you did put in your time and efforts, okay? And you are trained in a specific modality and a specific lineage. But the truth is that it really comes down to who you are as a human being and what you do and how you impact and how you give back to life for the highest good. That is that is the most important thing out of all of it, you know. And as um, Dr. Roger Teal said, we don't tell people what to think. We uh, aspire to help people to, to learn how to think. And I believe that all this is not becoming some some title and then preaching to people. It's really about helping them think for themselves, helping them bring these teachings in and apply them into their life so that life becomes better for themselves. And so in this, this work has been my greatest, my greatest love. It's what I love doing. It's what I love teaching. It's what I love living. And so if you're somebody out there that truly has had a divine calling and wants to step into having this be their career, I highly recommend, um, you know, reaching out and me or one of my team members can answer more questions. And I truly believe that anyone can make a living now in the spiritual realm or in the minister realm or in the doctor divinity realm. Our world has changed significantly. And it used to be that it was looked down upon to make money in these fields. And it's no longer the case. We don't, we don't, we, we say that we don't charge for the spiritual work. We charge for our time and efforts. And, you know, the world exchanges through money and money is God as well. You deserve to have a career that you love. And if you're somebody that absolutely loves spiritual work, that loves the new thought world, that loves helping make an impact in people's lives, helping them transform and heal their suffering and truly helping them claim their birthright of prosperity and ending and and having emancipation from suffering. This is a great alternative. One thing I think that stands out in society in particular, also versus other trainings through such things as um, Centers for Spiritual Living or um, different programs. And they're all amazing. And I love all their programs, Um, different things like Santa Monica College and things. I, I really want to respect all of my peers and all the different programs. I think that one thing that really um, sets us apart in society is that we do teach business as well. We teach technology, we teach social media, we teach things like funnels, and and it's a whole different online world these days. Um, we also teach the E4 trauma method, which is unique to society. And for me, out of all the work, E4 trauma method has been the thing that has given me the most awakening in my life and really helped me track past life uh, regressions and being able to go anywhere in consciousness and turn on my supernatural powers, which are really our natural powers. 
And so in that, I say yes to you. I say yes to whatever divine calling you have for your spiritual work. And I simply know the truth of who you are, which is a divine, all-powerful spiritual being. And as you claim that birthright and as you truly do your inner work and not just, you know, do kind of um, uh, ethereal work as a spiritualist, but bring it back down to the ground, put two feet on the on this earth and actually help people facilitate. There's so many people out there teaching truth. And, you know, I I listen to many, many teachers. And there's incredible, profound teachers out there. But a lot of people will say, oh, this is the truth. This is your astrological, whatever. This is the truth of universal law, but they don't actually give them tangible things to actually implement into their life to actually do the healing and actually implement it and and make them more able in their lives. So I believe that this work is some of the most profound work. And I'm a bit biased to my own work because I have tested and tested and tested like the scientists in the lab. And I've done it on myself and I've done it on so many clients and I see what works and doesn't work. And so, you know, do your research, do whatever's out there. Um, and follow your heart. That's what I always say. There's all kinds of paths and all paths lead to one place, which is to you, to the truth of who you are. Okay. Have a beautiful day, you guys, and may you live your truth. And if you got something out of this, please like, share, comment, share it with somebody who you think would benefit from this. Okay. Have a blessed day and may you live your truth. Thank you for tuning in Society and Dr. Aaron Podcast. If you've had a calling to be a spiritual leader or coach, you can go to SoulCity.com and check out our free training. If you've received value here, I would love it if you take a moment and give a five-star review. In exchange, I have a ton of free gifts for you. Grab your free awakening book, 40 guided meditations, and digital manifesting masterclass. I also have a free money meditation and worksheet for you so you can begin to break through your scarcity mindset and claim your birthright of prosperity. You can get all of your gifts and learn about our upcoming transformational events in my bio link in both Instagram and Facebook. That's under drerin.tv, which is D-R-E-R-I-N.tv. Also, I'd love to invite you into our free private community on Facebook under groups called Society. That is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash society. That's S-O-U-L-C-I-E-T-E. Have a divine day and may you live your truth.